and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, we're going to talk, just chat a little bit. Yep. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? It was okay. It was okay. I spent it with um, Mac and Lizzie and um, Lizzie's mom. So that was nice. That's um, fun. But that was about that was about it. Didn't Mine was too exciting. Yeah, mine was okay. I mean, I got to visit family. Um, we traveled back to Indiana, and I got to experience traveling with a an electric car and charging, which wasn't bad, but it was kind of a pain sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. Also, for those that don't know, um, if you don't follow me on my personal Instagram, I did lose my baby. Ooh. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, um, Bobo crossed the Rainbow Bridge day before Thanksgiving, and we're all we're all pretty. I um, we're all pretty choked up about it. It's pretty rough. I'm still still adjusting, trying to get used to him him not being here. So it's it's hard. Um, but I'm working on it. You're doing um, great. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it together, but we'll see how this goes. Um, aside from that, we got to visit family. Ryan got to see his family. Um, <clears throat> I got to show off my car, although it was damaged. <laughs> and oh, yeah. um, when we traveled back, we I did run into an issue traveling back where um, when... I charged in Erie, Pennsylvania, because we just we we went to Jamestown on the way back and stopped in Jamestown. And when we charged in Erie, Pennsylvania, it was at a Walmart Supercenter, which a lot of the chargers were like the Electrify Americas. A lot of them were at a Walmart Supercenter or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, the one that we used in Erie, Pennsylvania, I went in to use the bathroom and to just look around while we were charging just to kill time and. I, I didn't get a notification, but when I looked to see where, like, what percentage it was at, my car had paused charging for some reason. So I don't know if someone, like, messed with it or something happened, but it wasn't charging. Oh, no. So I went out to it, and, I mean, there was there were other cars charging, so it could have just been the person next to me accidentally bumped it, or they thought that they were changing, or doing something on the screen for theirs and they hit something or or they were messing with me and they actually pushed the button on the side of my car and caused it to pause charging because they thought someone was trying to mess with my car. Mm. Um, But then when I went out and I fixed it, I just unplugged it and plugged it back in and just started the charging again. It charged fine. Um, However, the following day when we were nowhere near Erie, Pennsylvania anymore, I got a notification on my phone that said an Electrify America session had started. I was like, well, we're driving one. And two, when I looked, I just kind of, well, I first was like under the assumption, oh, it's just uh, sometimes it was going like it notified me a little bit later than what when it actually happened. And I was like, well, we did just finish charging. Maybe it noticed that I charged at another charging station, but wasn't electrify america but whatever well it was like 20 30 minutes later i got a notification that my charging session happened and finished and then it sent me like here's the details so i looked and i was like this is for erie pennsylvania i'm nowhere near erie pennsylvania and it was for today like the day that we were driving i was like so i called and after 30 minutes waiting it was more than 30 minutes. I get a hold of someone and they're like, oh, well, it looks like maybe did you forget to finish your session? I'm like, even if I forgot to finish my session, this was 12 hours later. Someone else started a new session with my information. So your systems should have kicked me out after a few minutes whenever I'm not there. Right. But I was like, yes, I finished my session. So I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> But they he put in a and I actually need to call them. He put in a ticket for them to review the charging session details and um 
and then if it the VIN number of the vehicle that was charged doesn't match my VIN, then they will reimburse me. Mm. So okay. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but I need to call them and see what the hell's going on with it. Because I was like, and, and it ha- hasn't happened again since. So I don't know if it was just maybe for some reason the session didn't time out, but I'm pretty sure I clicked finish whenever I was done with it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. <clears throat> we shall yeah. see. Aside from that, it went pretty fine. Um, we got back on, well, early Tuesday morning because it was around one o'clock in the morning, Tuesday morning, Monday evening. Mm-hmm. And I um, got everything put up and we're just here. And I worked from home all week this week because I was like, I'm not driving all the way into Quincy this week just to sit on my computer all day because we were in audits. We had two audits going on that I was supporting. So I was like, not going to drive all the way in to just sit on my computer all day and do pool audit requests. Right. When you can literally do that from home. Yeah. So I just did that all week. And um, I took my car in today to get it fixed from the, the rear end collision. And they gave me a rental car. I'm not super happy with the rental car they gave me because it's not electric one um but it's a mid-size suv so it's a dodge durango so now i'm gonna have to pay for gas for that and there's no way they're going to reimburse me for paying for gas whenever i (laughs) because they're just going to say well you would have to pay for something anyways but it's i mean it's not actually true because i hardly ever pay for electricity for my car right so I don't know. I might reach out to the or keep my receipts for whenever I fuel up and reach out to the um, insurance company and ask them to if they can reimburse me for that. Since I'm paying money out of pocket that I wouldn't have to pay usually. Right. That makes sense. Aside from that, just work. Yeah. Life. Same. Same. I've been, oh, I did, we did do our activity at my um, family Thanksgiving thing where. Oh, yeah, yeah. I brought the boxes and we took the little pouches and they, everybody, not everybody, almost everybody um, participated with decorating the pouches. No, we didn't do the bracelet portion because I didn't want to mess with it. That's fair. We just did the the pouches, so I'm gonna I'm actually working on today and then over the weekend I'm gonna do the rest of the bracelets for all of them and then we should be done and I'll be packaging that. I've basically got all of them done except for some of the teen ones because I had the LGBTQ plus boxes mm-hmm. and I also had the teen mental health awareness boxes and stuff. Um, The teen ones are ones that I need to finish because they have cards in them instead of like an actual like blank card instead of a note, a note card. And they're in a weird little bag, so I have to figure out how to put it in there. That's what I'm that's what I'm doing this weekend. I am not doing that this weekend. (laughs) I am watching um, the Boberchino um, because today is Horace's 30th birthday. So Nick is taking him on a little getaway. Um, and other than that, just work in school. And in the final stretch, classes end on the 10th. Um, so I'm down to like the last little bit. I got to write a paper this weekend. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. Like I got him, I got a massage yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Um, because I don't remember if I talked about this on one of the previous episodes. Um, because I think it was during the time that we were skipping. I fell in the shower. And discovered that I am, in fact, able to do the splits. Um, 
<laughs> that was not the way I wanted to find out. Um, and my hip has been killing me ever since. So um, I went and got a massage at work yesterday um, to kind of help with that. And my hips feel great now, but my back and my shoulders are like, okay, we, we did, we did a lot. <laughs> so everything's like really sore, but other than that, um, otherwise I'm pretty boring. I changed my, uh, my major for school this morning. So now I'm going for an English slash Korean degree. Um, and yeah, that's, that's as exciting as it gets right now. <laughs> We're in the lull right now. Work well, I mean, insane. I was going to say, how's work going since you started that new position? It's going. <laughs> yeah. It's It's been kind of a mess, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, I don't know, but I've, I've been super emotional the last couple of days, which has made work kind of difficult. Um... But what are you what are you sending me right now? Um, I figured we could do some Am I the Assholes too. Oh. So it's not just us talking, it's also maybe doing something, talking a little bit of, or uh doing some Reddit posts. Might be some interesting conversation. I don't remember which one I sent you, but oh. Yeah, that one and that one. So I'm gonna close those out and then so I have two and I sent you two. Oh, fantastic. So we can alternate. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we all know how much I love talking about what assholes these people are. Speaking of assholes, oh my God. I'm right here. Not you. <laughs> um, Where did you go? I'm sitting down and my desk <laughs> is moving. Um... I watched I watched a movie last night. I watched my first Tyler Perry movie last night. Okay. I had never seen a Tyler Perry movie before. So last night I watched Why Did I Get Married? Oh, okay. And this was the first time in my life that I have felt that level of rage <laughs> at a person who is not real. Yeah. Um, I literally at one point during the movie, I turned and I looked because I was watching it with Nick, Horace and Kat. I turned and I looked at Nick and Kat and I went, I am going to murder him. Like, <laughs> I'm literally going to kill this person. And they were like, you can't kill this person. They're not real. And I'm, they're just a character. And I'm like, no, no, I'm going to find this person, kill them. <laughs> So I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, but I think I have. Um, I'm I've seen a lot of those Tyler Perry movies, so I'm trying to remember which one that one is. It's the uh, one with but the there's... couples that go on a retreat together. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's another one that gives you. I think a lot of those give you that vibe where you like. There's one person in it where it's like you want to stab them until they stop breathing and then keep stabbing them for like 15 more minutes after that. Correct. I was like in my head going, okay, I'm going to remove this person's genitals first, force feed it to them <laughs> and then just stab them until they stop breathing. I was, I was very like, whew. I was <laughs> like, wow, I have felt rage before, but not like that, not towards a, a fictional character. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So I was just like, okay, all right, cool, cool. That's that's what's happening right now. All right. Well, do you want to start with the one of the "Am I the assholes" that I sent you, and then yeah. I'll go, and then you go, and then I go with the last one. Sure, that sounds good to me. Okay. Right. I'm gonna start with. Am I the asshole for kicking my girlfriend out of my house after she showed up announced? Unannounced? It, it says announced. Oh, they forgot the letters then. 
clearly. I, 25 male, was hanging out with my friends and my girlfriend, 20 female, called me. We'd been texting about a sensitive issue in our relationship and I knew she wanted to talk about it, but I was with my friends and I like to keep our issues private. She kept calling and I said, I'm not doing this right now. And then she texts, then I'm not texting you. Good night. My friends leave because they're going someplace else and I wanted to stay in. So I go, I think that's what say go. It says I got so I go get me some snacks from the dollar store and Panda Express. My girlfriend has my location and she saw that I left home after I told her I was with my friends. As soon as I get home, she comes over and enters the code to my door to come into my house. I see her and she immediately tries to run upstairs questioning me who is over and what am I doing. I take her back downstairs and tell her I gave you the code under the condition that you can come over between classes during the day and to let me know before you ever arrive and never come unannounced because I believe in boundaries. She says she should be able to come whenever because she's my girlfriend. I told her that's not how this works and it was a blatant break of my trust. Am I the asshole? Um, I don't think so. I also don't think that the poster is the asshole in this situation. I do believe that... Um, since they recognized that they were texting about a sensitive issue in their relationship and that he knew that she wanted to talk about it, um, that he should have planned with her a time to talk about it. Like, explain to her, hey, I'm with my friends. We can talk about this X, Y, Z. Because it does sound that he kind of just left her hanging. Um, I think it's I think it's a little weird that um, like uh, we don't really know how far away from where they live this person lives mm-hmm. that their girlfriend lives. Um, so my thing is she was potentially texting on the way to his house or their house without like letting them know that they were on the way she was on the way. Mm-hmm. So it was like she was already planning on going over. So she could have just said, hey, I'm on my way now. Um is that okay? So, I mean, I think she's kind of the asshole. I, I don't think the person's overreacting, but I do think that there's a little bit of onus on their part as well. Yeah. Where it was like, can we talk about this later? I'm busy right now, or I'm doing something with yeah, my friends. Because, because he even says, he said, I said, I'm not doing this right now. Okay. But if you were in the middle of a, first of all, first of all, don't start sensitive conversations if you know that you can't complete to the end. Like, <laughs> that sounds filthy. Um, but, but like, but in all seriousness, if if you know that you're starting to talk about something that's going to lead to some, some feelings, some, especially some big feelings, because apparently she was having some really big feelings about it. Um, you know, recognize, hey, now is not a good time for us to be talking about this. Can we talk about it when, you know, X, Y, Z? Um, I definitely feel like there should have been some more communication, but I'm also concerned about why she has his location and is monitoring it. A lot of people do that. It's very Gen Z and I don't understand why. I don't either. I don't need anybody to know where I am. No. I mean, unless it's like, hey, I'm going on a date. Here's my location in case something happens. And then yeah, you exactly. just have it on for that point. Yeah. But no, like, and I and I guess, I don't know if it's Gen Z, but it's, it's a new thing where anyone with an iPhone, they want you to share, they want you to share your location. So there's, I watch Ryland and Ryland and uh, Shane. Mm-hmm. And Ryland talks about how everyone in his family shares their location so they know where they are at all times. And it's like, why? I don't need my family to know where I am at all times. It's none of their business most of the time. Yeah, no. Um, I know one of the girls that I work with, her, she has her location turned on for some of our mutual friends. Like, so some of our mutual friends will be like, oh, she's at XYZ because I can see her location. And I'm like, why? So I don't, weird, yeah. I don't need anybody to know where I am. It, unless I tell you where I am, you don't need to know. You can safely assume where I am the majority of the time. I'm either at home in bed or I'm at work, but you know. Yeah, it's very strange. But yeah, I don't think that this guy is the asshole per se, 
because I do feel like I agree with you that some of the onus is on him because he could have handled this situation better in the first place so it didn't escalate to this point. But also, she should absolutely not have come over like that. That's weird. It's stalkerish. It's I don't I don't like that at all. And I don't like that she has his location, so she's tracking where he's going because that that's just a great way to start getting abused, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Do you see any comments in there that lean one way or the other? So let's see. Um, This person said, not the asshole. I understand wanting to talk and work out something serious in a relationship, but spamming you with texts and calls and then barging in on you without so much as a, can I come over is beyond rude. With her interrogation, did she think you were cheating or something? Um... This is so funny because OP responded with, yes, she said that it was fishy that I was at Panda Express. The Panda Express is right next to a dormitory, but I literally had the payment in my bank transaction, but she didn't want to look at it. I called my friend so he could explain and she told me to hang up. And then the person who had originally commented, the Chinese food for dinner is suspicious. That's a new one to me. (laughs) Um, This is my favorite comment. Enjoying a succulent Chinese meal is not a crime. That's funny. Um, let's see. I, it looks like everybody's pretty, pretty on board with them not being the asshole, including somebody saying, "Please end this relationship. It's not worth it to be tracked and constantly questioned." And now she's coming over unannounced as well to check on you. It sounds exhausting. Yeah, I would also never give anyone one my location, but also the code to get into my house or apartment or anything like that. Yeah, and somebody else agreed with me saying, change the code now and stop letting her track your phone. That sounds like controlling stalker behavior. Yeah. If you won't accept that you aren't ready to talk about the issues the two of you are having and let you have the space, you might want to rethink the relationship. Mm-hmm. And then somebody said what you said. I think this is what the kids do now. They let themselves be tracked. It's Yeah, it's really weird. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I think it's weird. I think it's creepy. I don't think anybody should be able to be tracking me. All right, so not the asshole from our perspective. Yes, not the asshole. All right, and then mine is, am I the asshole for telling a housemate I can hear them having sex? Shared building myself with myself in the downstairs in-law and three women in the main portion of the house. Around 9 p.m. the other night, I hear an error, error. In the mattress of the mattress, and it's pretty obvious someone upstairs is doing the old pardon the vague euphemism or euphemism, penis and vagina intercourse. Okay. Oh my god. Um, I occupy myself elsewhere where I can't hear it. And when it sounds when the sounds have been absent for a while, I text not to be crass or make my make anyone self-conscious, but before the next sexy time. That mattress needs some serious de-squeaking. I've left some WD-40 at the bottom of the basement stairs. Smiley face. To all the three girls above, as I'm not sure who's doing what. Not like it matters. And I did leave an old bottle of WD-40 out with the, with the mail on the basement steps. Not in a cheeky way, but as a genuine solution to said problem. Total acquaintance relationship for all three. They do not. They do their thing, and I do mine. And paths rarely cross. We share some communal things like laundry, mail distribution, and trash or recycling, but separate entrances, and we don't interact socially. The next day, I received this response. This as a response that was incredibly crass and intrusive the other night. Please do not. Please put on headphones next time. What am I missing? Or do or did I do the do? Or do, didn't do. What did I do or didn't do to make me an asshole? Or in is said response being an asshole? A genuine question, not morally high ground or any, or trying to call someone, someone one. Someone one what? I don't understand. Oh no. Thanks for the, in advance for the advice. Um, I mean, I don't think this is rude. I think that was actually a pretty funny way to say, hey, 
I can hear you and it's really unnecessary for me to be able to hear you. I... <laughs> hmm. I feel like it would be funnier if they weren't just acquaintances. Yeah. If they were all friends, like if you did that to me, that'd be hilarious. I would think that was so fucking funny. I would also be super embarrassed, but like <laughs> it, it'd be super fucking funny. Um, but I think the deal here is that that is more friendship type behavior than acquaintance behavior. I would never do that to an acquaintance. Yeah. So, but I guess my thing is it's super uncomfortable. So how would you approach that situation? So definitely a hard conversation would have to be had about that. Um, I personally think that I would want to have either, um, a roommate meeting, you yeah. know, like, Hey, we're all adults. We're all going to be engaging at some point in sexy times. Um, but can we lay out some ground rules for sexy times? You know, like, like notifying your roommates that you're going to be having somebody over. So they have the option to leave. Yeah. No. Um, that, which is what I do. I try to, I try to, if I know that I'm going to be engaging in anything sexual, I usually try to, you know, let my roommates know, Hey, so-and-so is coming over. Um, we're going to be spending some time together. And then, you know, they, they're like, Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. You know, um, definitely a conversation has to be had about that because nobody should have to listen to somebody else having sex unless they want their you know no some people don't want an audience and some people don't want to have to listen um headphones are a good solution but i don't i don't feel like um i don't feel like anybody went about that the correct way no you should definitely be more considerate of your roommates if you know that the bed is going to be squeaky um, yeah, or, or you don't know that your bed is squeaky True. Because maybe you can't hear it while you're doing the sticky icky. I mean, possibly. I can usually hear if the bed is squeaky, though. <laughs> but I am also, like, hella autistic. So. Mm -hmm. um, and then they also offered up the following explanation. Uh, they felt I was being crass and inappropriate for my text message and WD-40 solution, where I feel my actions were pragmatic pragmatic and for an uncomfortable situation again i feel like in that instance i don't feel like that was the appropriate response but i yeah. don't necessarily think that makes them the asshole i think that they could have done better especially because like i said that's not their friend they even said like we're acquaintances we rarely see each other like I don't know. I can, I can understand where the roommate would be coming from. Like, oh man, that feels really awkward. We're not close enough for you to be making that kind of joke with me. Yeah. Um. Somebody but, said something about not the. They said not the asshole. Next time you just start yelling oohs and ahs when they are doing it. Very sure it will stop immediately. That's. I mean, that's, that's a little bit rude. That's rude and childish. Yes. And not a good solution whatsoever. People need to learn to communicate. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think that's the biggest issue here. It's like communicate with your, like, actually have a face-to-face -face conversation. Although that would be very uncomfortable. And right. I will say, I will say we've heard things from our neighbors. And it's very uncomfortable, especially when we pass them in the hallway the next day. Yeah. So I'm like, I know what was happening. And it was, like, during the day while I was home. And they knew I was home. Yeah. Like... Get get a new bed, y'all. That's crazy. That's a, that's a different conversation to have, to be honest. <laughs> but no, that's that's a really petty response and actually doesn't fix the situation at all and creates a toxic roommate situation. So I'm not sure why that person decided to offer up that suggestion, but that makes them the asshole. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I don't think he's... I don't think I don't think he's necessarily an asshole. I do think that he is a little childish. Yeah. 
I think that he could have handled it better, but I don't yeah. think that that means makes him an asshole. Wow, I can't speak English. There's 74 people typing on this one right now. Holy shit. That's insane. That's a lot. All right, your next one. All right. Am I the asshole for painting a curse word on the wall of my friend's new home? Potentially. <sighs> Before we go anywhere, potentially, unless they're very good friends and you're helping them paint over it. Right. Right. I'm like, mm, how close of friends? Yeah. My friend and his wife just bought their first home. It's a fixer upper and I've been helping them out with the fixing. My father was a handyman and contractor, so I have a lot of skills and experience with doing maintenance, repairs, and upgrades on a house. I also have pretty much all of the tools I need to do most of the work. This last weekend, I was helping paint the dining room. I had everything set up the way I wanted and I was ready to go. For some fucking reason, his wife decides to let their dogs into the room I'm painting. One of them steps in the roller tray and then jumps up on me. His wife laughed it off like it was not a big deal that I had paw prints on me. I also had to throw out that primer because it now had mud in it. I had told them both to let me do the work in peace. After I prepared a new tray of paint, I wrote the word fuck in large letters on the wall in primer. For those of you who may not know, primer is the coat of paint that you put down before the actual paint. For lack of a better word, it sticks to the wall better, and when it dries, it creates a better surface for the paint to stick to. His wife saw it and freaked. She said I was drawing profanity in her house. I told her it was primer and to stay out of my way. I then finished the job and went home. My friend called me and said that I had really upset his wife with my childishness and that she would not let me back until I apologized. I asked him what I was apologizing for. He said that I wrote a curse word on his wall. I asked him to provide a picture. He said he couldn't since I had painted over it. I asked what the problem was since the word wasn't there anymore. He said that I needed to apologize. I said that him wanting me to apologize was in no way the same as me needing to apologize. He said that I could not come back until I did. No problem for me. I was helping him for free on my weeks off from work. He called me two days later and asked if I was coming to finish painting since I would be away at work for three weeks. I said I wasn't ready to apologize yet and maybe I would when I got back. I probably won't. Now she's telling everyone that I'm a shitty person for leaving a job half finished. I tell everyone who asks that I was working for free and that they told me not to come back. Now there's a big fight in our friend group between the people who think I should keep the peace and those who think she's being an entitled whiner. No one else is volunteering to help at their house and now either they have to half-ass the job or pay someone. I'm getting hell for that too. Am I the asshole? Um, for the writing the profanity on the wall, no. For the reaction oh. afterwards. And, All the other behavior. And I think also she's being a little bit of a childish person too. So I, I think in this instance, all three of them are kind of assholes. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, was it an asshole move to write fuck on the wall? No. No. Especially like, if it's with primer that you're going primer. to paint over and now you can't even see it. Exactly. You can't see it. It's not permanent. Um, but I do think that, you know, when she's just like, when the friend came and is just like, hey, my wife's really upset about this. Can you just apologize? You know, he could have had a convers. again, this is communication. Like he could have had a conversation and been like, hey, it really upset me when your wife let the dogs in while I was trying to get this done and I had to restart everything. And I vented my frustration by putting fuck on the wall. Um, and then they could both apologize to each other and then move on. Like this, yeah. it doesn't, it did, it does not need to get this far. I do feel like he may have overreacted to the whole dog situation. Cause yeah, it kind of sucks. Cause he has to prep new primer, which you don't, you just pour it into a thing. Who cares? Throw out what you use. Throw out what was damaged and just get new. Get new. You're not paying for it. I hope. I mean, it sounds like you're not. It's not that big of a deal. I think he kind of overreacted. Uh, but I understand he was frustrated. And he got that's how he wanted to get his frustration out. Um, mm -hmm. But then she overreacted by asking him to apologize when really he didn't necessarily do anything wrong because there's nothing there. So it doesn't matter. Right. I just think it's um, weird. 
underneath it says op has offered the following explanation for why they think they might be the asshole i was upset by my friend's wife ruining part of the work i was doing for them so i wrote a curse word on the wall in primer she saw it i then completed painting the wall and the word was gone like it never existed i was going to paint over the primer anyways i might be the asshole because i refused to apologize and continue to work for free for an ungrateful and deranged woman i think that that statement makes him the asshole by saying she's being deranged because yeah. she's, she's not being deranged is she overreacting sure is she maybe no is she maybe a little ungrateful for the way that she's the situation I'll, happened yeah totally agree with that but when you when you move from saying that somebody's being ungrateful which is like one could argue yes like she's being ungrateful because i can i can understand that because, you know, he feels that way because she allowed the dogs into the space while he was trying to do his work that he's doing for free. Um, you know, I can understand how that would come across as ungrateful. I would also feel like that was un ungrateful. However, when you start moving from ungrateful to calling somebody deranged or crazy or all this other stuff, you're invalidating your own argument. Because now you're stooping to this level of saying that this person's behavior is absolutely batshit insane and all this other stuff. And like, that's not, that's not true. She was upset and asked for an apology. Um, he also was upset and could have asked for an apology. Like yeah. communication. But anyway, let's, let's scroll down and see what's going on. <laughs> So let's see. Um, somebody said, not the asshole. Did they even offer to pay you for the job to begin with? If not, they aren't entitled to your time. Besides, the word is covered, so it shouldn't be a big deal. They wouldn't have ever seen it if they didn't walk in before you painted over it. Um, they said, they didn't need to offer to pay. I was glad to help. I have a lot of free time on my, on my off weeks, and I was glad to do it. And it's just like, you know, fair like as as that goes um if you're happy to do it though i also feel like you shouldn't be doing stuff to ruffle feathers like why are you pissing off your friends um let's see See, I don't I also don't understand why the rest of their friends are getting upset with him because now they're going to have to either do it themselves or pay someone to do it. It's their house. They should either be doing it themselves or pay someone to do it. Yeah. Like he was just being a good friend and doing it for them for free without asking for anything. And then it kind of dissolved. I I do still think that they were kind of they were all, both sides were being ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it looks like the primary consensus is not the asshole because you're doing them a favor. But I also, I I also understand, like, I don't know. I can I can. I think they're both being ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody in this situation is the asshole because everybody's being ridiculous for no reason. I have to look something up for this next one. It's not an am I the asshole? It's an advice and there's like a there's a abbreviation. Oh, okay. We're learning new abbreviations today on Now About That podcast. Oh, okay. I'm assuming I'm gonna go with this because it's the only thing that came up. Um, so this is should I break up with my girlfriend for this? If you're Monday thinking about it, you probably should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Monday is our two-year anniversary, and she just asked me if I if she can go to the gym and work out with another guy in the morning. Doesn't sound like a bad thing right now. Mm -hmm. um, we have a mutual hobby, and both know this guy from there. She's friends with him. I actually like him too, but their relationship has made me uncomfortable and has caused many fights. Our relationship has been very turbulent already. She has BPD, which is bipolar. No. Um, borderline BPD. personality disorder. Yeah. Uh, so she has borderline personality disorder. And uh, I just feel like her asking to do this, especially on our two year anniversary, is extremely disrespectful. As she knows, their relationship makes me uncomfortable. 
I'm just tired of boundaries being pushed. So he's asking, should he break up with her? I mean, I think he should break up with her anyways, because it sounds like they're not in a very good relationship. Yeah. Um, Especially if you're being super... Like, if you feel this... um, If you're feeling this insecure... Yes, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Then you should not be in this relationship, but also work on your fucking self. Yeah. Like... It does sound like you have some personal issues, and her borderline personality disorder really doesn't have anything to do with this conversation so I don't really understand why he brought it in he's trying so there's this belief that people who have borderline personality disorder are constantly cheating because there it's an issue where the brain forms very quick very intense um, connections to other people um, and Everybody and their brother seems to think that that must mean that it's always sexual. Yeah. Um, but it's not. And yes, the fact that he brought that up, he's trying to he's trying to make people feel bad for him in that, you know, well, people with BPD are are a constant risk for cheating. Blah 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 blah. I hear this shit all the time. Um, but. The truth of the matter is the reason that people have BPD is because of significant amounts of trauma. I struggle. Like, I hit almost all the points for BPD because of the significant amounts of childhood trauma I have. Does that mean that I'm running around and cheating on people? No. Does that mean that I need a therapist? Yes. (laughs) I just, I mean, I think to me, it sounds like he doesn't want to be in this relationship anyways. So he's Um, giving excuses. And he's, yeah, he's just giving excuses. And a lot of the people, I don't like some of their answers. It seems like they're like, oh, well, she's cheating on you anyways. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say anything. Like Just because their relationship, the, the guy that she wants to go to the gym and work out with, and his girlfriend's relationship makes him uncomfortable, doesn't mean she's cheating. No. She could just be very, like, that's how she is with her friends, whether they're male or female. Her friend. Yeah. Like, and if you he, can't handle somebody having friends of the opposite sex, yeah. don't hate. And he even said, oh, well, we've, we share a mutual hobby with him and we've hung out many, like, we've hung out times and he, I, I'm even cool with him. So it's like, well, if you're cool with him, then why maybe, are you being such a bitch? Maybe trust that nothing will happen with him if you're friends with him as well right like like it doesn't if this it, wasn't am i the asshole i would absolutely be saying you're the <laughs> asshole yeah, yeah. um in this instance my recommendation is that you break up with her because clearly you are holding her back and being a shitty ass partner so fuck you yeah um and then somebody's responded you've set clear boundaries with her she's broken them she knows she's breaking them because she asked you thus putting the blame on you and not her do you want to marry someone who will constantly violate your boundaries and blame you for your for her behavior That's... if the answer is no then break up with her oh my god That's... that person's mm. disgusting and i hope that they have a really <laughs> shitty christmas um i i hope that everything that could possibly go wrong for them does Like, because that's the worst fucking response. And how disgusting. Putting all the onus on her and saying that she's the one to blame for his behavior, his insecurities. Also, there there are people talking about the sexual side. It's like, there's no mention in here about anything sexual or anything like that. He's just saying it makes him uncomfortable. He's just saying it makes him uncomfortable. And like... I, I don't think there's clear, clear information about what's making him uncomfortable. Is it that he's a male and she's a female and they're hanging out and going to the gym and doing stuff like that. Exactly. Guess what? People are sweating at the gym. It's disgusting. No one wants to do anything like that. Well, that's not true. I mean, most people, people, (laughs) most people don't want to do something like that in the gym. And if they do, it's not usually with the opposite gender. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is actually something that's been really, really bothering me. People do not understand. Okay. Boundaries are for yourself. They're not for other people. You cannot enforce boundaries for other people. You enforce boundaries for yourself. 
So if you consider that a breach of your boundaries, then you need to move on. Like you can't just tell somebody, well, it's my boundary that you don't hang out with people of the opposite sex. That's that's not a real boundary. That's not how boundaries work. That is literally not how boundaries work. Boundaries are things that you will accept for yourself in a relationship. So for example, I have a boundary that um, I do not want to be around people who are going to be drinking and doing hard drugs. Okay. I cannot enforce that on a partner, but I can move. I cannot choose to be in a relationship with a person who's doing that. Yeah. Um, so I, I see it two different ways. Uh, it's a personal boundary and then there's also relationship boundaries where you have come to a an agreement that these are the boundaries within our the parameters of our relationship correct but again that that's an agreement and this is not an agreement yeah this is something he's trying to force her into as he said that they've had multiple arguments about it He's trying to force her into agreeing with that boundary that he's trying to set. And then saying it like, well, she's pushing my, she's breaking my boundaries. No, no. (laughs) Like (laughs) if that's a boundary you have for yourself, then break up with her. Yeah. Obviously that's not a boundary that has been agreed upon in your relationship. And therefore cannot be enforced because you haven't communicated about it. Like, and clearly you haven't communicated about it because you're coming to the internet for advice. I mean, my thing is, if you're going to the internet, you probably already know the answer and you just want someone, some random people to agree with you, agree with you and, and validate your answer. Yeah. Which stupid which is ridiculous and uh, a curse upon all those people who are shifting the blame onto her when he's being the asshole in this situation. Like, fuck all those people. Um, There's one of these that, oh, I'm scrolling through Reddit. It says, what, no, uh, what is the weirdest text you got that was accidentally sent to you? Um, mine thing is it's not really an accident, but I keep getting these, um, random text messages and I know that they're from like bots or hackers or someone that wants something stupid because they're not from a phone number. They're from an email address. And you'd be like, click this link to follow to my sexy time video. And it's like, what? Or there's a lot of them have been, um, your UPS UPS mail or your US mail um, could not be delivered. Click this link to find out where you need to go to collect it. It's like, well, I'm not getting anything delivered. So I know that's not true. And they don't usually send a text message. If something happens, they usually just send it back to the person that sent it. Right. Or leave, leave a note in my mailbox. <laughs> um, let's see. The weirdest text... I don't know what has happened, but apparently I'm signed up for um, these text messages about candles from this company called Goose Creek. I I do not remember signing up for these text messages. You probably didn't. You probably signed something at some point and they sold your information to that company. Probably. It happens a lot. That's probably the weirdest text I've gotten in a long time. Like, I don't I don't usually get weird random texts every now and then i'll like wonder about maybe texting like my phone neighbor so the person whose phone number is just like one digit different than mine oh um i did that accidentally one time so i was um and it wasn't like i i had i was editing a picture and i meant to text it i don't know why i was texting it to myself but i meant to text it to myself Okay. And I text it to the wrong number. <laughs> I also, this was like on my very first iPhone. So I don't know why I was texting it to myself, but I was texting it to myself. Maybe so that I could 
delete it from my photos, but still have it in my text messages so that I could save it later if I wanted to. Okay. I don't remember. It was I've very awkward. It's very yeah. weird. I and they were like, imagine. they were like, um, I don't think this was meant for me. I was like, nope, you're right. It wasn't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nope, you're right. It wasn't. My bad. <laughs> I'm just like, man, I wish I got weird texts like that on occasion. But then I also don't. I'd rather people didn't contact me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would rather you not text. Well, especially not call me, which speaking of, I got a I got a phone call earlier from um, a Vermont number. And it was I actually got two phone calls from this Vermont number. And it was. So here's the they left a voicemail says hey this is emma from opportunity one i'm calling with some good news we have you pre-qualified for a forty thousand dollar loan with very affordable monthly payments of around 569 dollars this is a terrific option for you to reach your financial goals now this offer now this offer is for a limited time and on the first come first serve basis so please call me back as soon as possible at 855 blah 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 availability is limited I don't want you to miss out, miss this great offer. You, you can speak to me. You can speak with me or any member of the team. Give us a call today and let us help you achieve your financial goals. I look forward to speaking to you soon and have a blessed day. And you wow. know what I did with that? I deleted it because yeah. one, it's probably a scam, but two, I also don't need to do another loan right now. But also, like, <laughs> affordable payments, $569. What? That's uh, more than I mean, that's half about my a, rent. Um, that's about a car payment. That's more than half my rent. When I had a car, you know what my car payments were? Like, $150? $197. Yeah. Like... Have you seen these TikToks where it's, like, people working at a dealership and they're like, oh, I have this car and I pay $1,100 a month. It's like, how do you live? Also, no. why do you have such a high car payment? What is your yeah. interest rate? Like, that's insane. That's, a, I mean, that's, a, that's rent. I mean, mine's not cheap right now, but it's also... It's an electric car, so it's like it offsets the maintenance and, and the gas that I'm not paying for. Right, exactly. So the like, monthly the the amount that I'm paying over what I was paying for my last car is equal to or less sometimes than what I would pay for the maintenance and gas in my other car. Right, right. Like I I can understand when. Um, like it's going to be something like that where you're, you're seeing a, a difference because, you know, you're not having to spend money on X, Y, Z, but no. like what? $1,100. Absolutely not. Oh my no, God. insane. So that makes me think about though, because I was talking with my friend Quinn earlier and Quinn was telling me about visiting Cupertino, California. Hmm. How the minimum, like the on average cost of a two bedroom apartment in Cupertino is like $5,700 a month. Jesus. And that does not include anything, like no utilities or anything like that. And I'm just like, damn, $5,700 a month for a two bedroom apartment. At that point, I'm just buying a house. Like the house is going to be more affordable. The mortgage is going to be more affordable than than that. That's ridiculous. Well, in um, according to Rent Cafe, Rhode Island's average rent is two thousand four hundred eighty nine dollars for a eight hundred and forty three square foot apartment, two bedroom apartment. Um, insane it's expensive to live in rhode island yes it's expensive to live anywhere on the on the east coast so the costliest apartment in the world oh that's like millions is this penthouse call um of the odeon tower um it's 
value is estimated at 300 million euros, making it the most expensive apartment ever listed. What is the, okay, what's the highest rent? So say there's like in New York, you can rent a penthouse apartment for like $40,000 a month. It's like, why? That's someone's salary sometimes. More than someone's salary in most cases in the United States. This is so funny because this says. This says, based on the rental cost, this is from Guinness World Records, um, based on the rental cost of a two-bedroom apartment, Hong Kong is the most expensive place in the world to rent living accommodation with a monthly cost of $3,737. That that is not the most expensive. I wonder how old that is, though. I don't know. But I did, I did know that Hong Kong was one of the most expensive places to live in no. the world. The number one most expensive city in the world, though, is, and actually it's a tie, is a tie between Singapore and Zurich, Switzerland. Mm. So. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. The cheapest city to place uh, to live in is, as of 2020, is Damascus, Syria. And you know why it's so cheap? Because it doesn't really exist anymore because we bombed the fuck out of it because we're terrible people. <laughs> all of these places that are listed as the cheapest cities in the world to live in have all been at some point decimated by the United States. It doesn't surprise me. Um, speaking of decimated, did you have you seen the whole um, debate I put that in quotes because I don't know that it was actually a debate. They just kind of had a pissing contest uh, between Ron DeSantis and uh, Governor Cuoco. I have not. So I guess there was a lot and I'm only seeing it from one side. So I don't know like what happened, like what Ron DeSantis was saying any most of the time because one, I don't really care about him. Um, but a lot of it was basically Cuomo saying okay, you're attacking me for all these things, but you're not even winning the Republican candidacy in your own state where you're the governor of. Yeah. Um, hilariously, I read something earlier. I had a pop-up from Reddit saying um, Mitt Romney said that a Democrat would be so much better than putting Trump back in office. <laughs> oh, I think he said that like a while back. So <laughs> I I think... just, and it just makes me laugh. It just makes me laugh because I'm just like, that's his base is supposed to be Republicans. Yeah. And even even big Republicans are like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Mitt Romney is more is leaning closer to moderate than like right wing. I so. would agree with that. But like either either way, he's he's still, still a, a, a piece of crap Republican. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, the other thing uh, we have to say congratulations for being the only the sixth person in the United States history to ever be expelled from Congress, George Santos. Congratulations, you giant piece of garbage. Congratulations, you fuck weasel. He also uh, there was a video of him losing it walking off of the floor. And screaming about there's terrorists, there's criminals still in there. They shouldn't be allowed in there either. If I'm not allowed in there, it's like, oh, dude, no. you're ridiculous. Also, someone pointed out um, it's easy when the it's easy for Republicans to expel someone who is not a straight white male. True. Because he is Hispanic, sort of. Uh and not straight. I don't know that I would. I mean, he's married to a male, so he's gay. But like, it's easy for them to expel someone like that than it is to expel someone insane. Um, like, what's his name? Trump. But no, Holly, Holly, Haley, Holly, something like that. Um. Yeah, his 
he's the son of immigrants. Um, but like that doesn't make you a good person. It's always so funny to me because people will, ugh, and he's just a little bit older than us. Gross. He was born July 22nd, 1988. So ugh, he scares me. So you'd think he'd be more intelligent, but whatever. <laughs> I know, no. I know that the intelligence is not dictated by what year you were born in, however. No. Um, well, what are you doing this weekend? This weekend, not a whole heck of a lot. What about you? Um, I'm gonna finish up these the rest of these packages and I have like 30 friendship bracelets to make so that's gonna be fun um and then ryan asked what we're doing on sunday i don't really know um plus it's supposed to rain sunday so it's like i don't really know what to do sunday Hmm. um and aside from that probably just nothing fair I'm debating on whether or not I want to order Chinese food because we were talking about Chinese food earlier and now I want it. When we were talking about, oh, that one. Yeah. Panda yeah, Express. That, that one. Am I the, am I the asshole? Cause we were talking about Panda Express and Chinese food. Now I'm just like, Hmm, you know what sounds good? Chinese food. Um, I have some pulled pork that, so it was funny. Ryan messaged me last night and he was like, how was that pork roast? And I was like on it. And it was like, seven something i was like i don't know because i haven't even eaten yet um and he goes well i just realized i forgot to put water in it so he put it in the crock pot and didn't add any water so the only thing that was in it was the juices from the pork roast and i was like yeah it's real dry (laughs) he was like well do you want me to stop and get something on the way home i was like yeah that's fine and i was like i'll pull it apart and put it in um barbecue sauce and stuff and we can have it tomorrow as like sandwiches instead of what it is today (laughs) it was a mess oh i bet it sounds like it'd be real real dry so i made i made some barbecue pulled pork that i'm going to have for dinner and then um the potatoes and stuff i'm going to put it into the oven and try and make them kind of a little bit more because the potatoes were fine and i put them put more water in and let them go for a little bit longer so i'm gonna put them in the oven to kind of make them crisp up a little bit maybe there you go there you go um next weekend i'm um i'm going to a dinner party we're we're like having um some of the people from our um polyam group are gonna have a potluck dinner and i'm making my key lime pie tarts for it which I'm very excited. I bought all the ingredients. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I have decided that I'm taking the week of Christmas off. I don't, I'm not planning on doing anything, but I just decided we don't have new higher orientation then. It's the end of the year. I might as well just take the week off. Yeah. Take the I week have, off. I have 60 hours to burn before the end of the year anyways. So why not? Yeah do the thing so even after that though i still have three days that i need to use and i used half of vacation day today so i i am at work i stopped working at noon (laughs) nice good for you but i still have three vacation days i need to use between now and the end of the year i'm so excited because we finally hired somebody else to work on uh the weekends so this means um at the end of the month I won't have to be the only person working on Sundays all day, <laughs> which will be great. Well, that's nice. Like, just have to, I just have to survive until the end of the month. <sighs> all right. Well, you ready to call it a podcast? Yeah, I think we can call it a podcast. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. If you liked this episode, give us a like, a comment, and don't forget to follow or subscribe. Uh, Leave us a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, as this will help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow. And feel free to follow us on social media. Our handle everywhere is at nowaboutthatpod. And if there's something specific you would like us to discuss on the podcast, make sure you email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com, or you can give us a text or leave us a voicemail. Our phone number is 
4170. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on Monday. And Sarah, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Oh, also, before we go, Mm -hmm. um, recording, it is AIDS Awareness Day. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. So get tested. Um, Understand that, understand the stigma around HIV and AIDS and Mm -hmm. know your status. Speaking of, I have to go prick myself because I have to test for my prep pills. (laughs) Yay! I keep, I keep forgetting, and they—it was delivered after we had left, so I couldn't uh, do it. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> but but what James said: know your status. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.